0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. It's not just Friday, it's What Will You Play Friday? Use the voice message feature on Anchor or tweet at Theology of Games and let us know what you'll be playing this weekend.
1: Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM powered by TheologyofGames.com. A good Friday to you on this good Friday. Today we're going to talk about, well I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about right now What I'm going to play this weekend or what I'm hoping to play this weekend. Last weekend, I've said this for weeks and weeks, we're going to try and get my son's unlock game played. He got one of these for his birthday like a month ago, two months ago, maybe still haven't had a chance to play it. So we're going to give that a shot. I still haven't played an escape room game. I'm anxious to try this, but it's just a matter of finding the moment when everyone in the family can play this. So hopefully that. We're also gonna try and get some more Gloomhaven played. Last night it was the last thing, he was about to fall asleep and my 10 year old looks at me and says, Dad, I wanna play Gloomhaven this weekend. <laughs> and I said, I mean, first of all, that warmed my heart. But I said, me too, son, me too. So hopefully we can get some Gloomhaven played. And then maybe, because we had so much fun with it last weekend, we're gonna maybe try to get another uh, game of Eldritch Horror started. Had a lot of fun with it, looking to get an expansion. And we'll see how that goes. So that's what I'm playing this weekend. What are you playing this weekend? Let us know and we will talk to you later. Have a
2: great day, everyone. Bye. Hey, everybody. Jeremiah here with my version of What Will You Play Friday? And I've got some exciting things to play this weekend. It's a busy weekend because of Easter Sunday coming up. So I'll be mixing sound at my church for four whole services on Sunday morning. And of course, doing family things throughout the weekend. But... If I get a chance to play some games, here's what I'm going to play. Well, first of all, my kids have been on spring break and they have already played Star Wars Destiny, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. I actually didn't get to play it. I just kind of talked them through it, made sure they knew the rules, taught it to them and that kind of thing. But big news is yesterday I got (laughs) Santa Claus showed up on Easter weekend. I don't know how that works. Anyway, uh, and... I had uh, two games show up yesterday, both of them from AEG. And first one was Space Base, which is a pre-release copy of their yet to be released Space Base game, which is very much like Machikuro Kuro or, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Valeria Card Kingdoms. Lots of engine building, but uh I read the rule book and I'm gonna do a rule book first impression here in just a minute. So stay tuned for that because I think I think it's gonna be cool. Anyway, so I want to get that played, and the big thing that showed up yesterday was all 18.3 pounds of the champion edition of Thunderstone Quest. So Thunderstone Quest just released, they got it out to all the backers, and my review copy showed up yesterday and I can't wait. I did get a chance to play this with AJ one time. I actually I think I did a first impression take here on Board Games FM. So if you roll back a few episodes, I got a chance to play it. It's so cool. It's so good. There's it's just this super highly produced deck building game with A quest book and minis and player board, or not player boards, but just a cool board for all the cards. Actually, yes, there are player boards. What am I talking about? So it's just, there's lots to it. It's very, very cool. So I'm hoping to get that played very soon. Also, uh, AJ and I have plans for playing Gaia Project very soon. Scott's been talking this game up a ton. He just thinks it's the best Euro to hit the table in years, maybe ever. And uh, I scored a copy of it recently, so that is on my radar to get on the table very, very soon as well. So there's it. That's it. That's uh, my What Will You Play Friday. Hoping to get these and more on the table very, very soon. Let us know what you're playing. Use that call-in feature. Actually, it's now the voice message feature here on Anchor. Or you can tweet at us at Theology of Games and let us know what you're playing. Let's talk about it. We'll be back with more, so stay tuned on Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games.
0: You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today.
1: Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. So, Jeremiah and AJ and myself have a text thread message going on all the time we're talking to each other all day every day and one of the things we were talking about uh, a day or two ago was games that we won't play or would never bring into the house or anything like that because of some kind of content issue and this is becoming more and more prevalent and it's not simply things like oh there's a dirty version of code names although that is a thing and it's quite disappointing to me but um this is more like games where I'm kind of we're kind of disturbed by something in it, and so Jeremiah had posted a question. He said, "Hey, I'm getting this eighteen pound box in from UPS, and he honestly had no idea what was in it." And so on one of the on a Facebook thread, he was saying, "Hey, let's all you know throw out guesses as to what it is." And of course, there were some crazy guesses like eighteen one pound whatever. Um, but somebody said Kingdom Death Monster. And neither of them knew much about it, but I was saying, um, and so we just kind of started talking about it and I said, man, we want, to, we want to stay away from that game because it is a dark, dark game. And I know some people like that. I know it's, it's challenging. It creates this, this epic story and it's very memorable, but everything I've seen about that game, it's so dark. And when I say dark, I mean like evil dark. I think uh, I could not play that game. Not to mention, there's a quite a bit of nudity in it. It's just, it plays into an evil, I think, that uh, I don't want anything to do with or my family to do with or anything like that. A friend of mine backed it on Kickstarter, kind of, hey, that this has some cool minis, let's back it. He's one of those people that backs all kinds of things. And when he got it, he said, I wish I'd done more research because I'll never play this game. It's so dark, it's so evil, there's so much nudity, it's just not for him. And so he was disappointed and he spent a lot of money on that game. So we were talking about games like that. I said we want to avoid that. And then um, we kind of talked about, man, I love Warhammer Conquest. It's an LCG that's now dead. I guess they're going to resurrect it in some kind of different form from a different company, maybe, or some company, different, different universe. But it was in the Warhammer universe, and I love that game. It's got such cool mechanisms, such great fun deck building and things like that. But it's also kind of dark. Some of the races that are in that game and just in Warhammer... I don't really know much about the universe, but things like the Eldar and the Dark Eldar, I guess. Anyway, there's a lot of torture and blood and gore and violence in it. And so that would be difficult for me. I haven't brought it out with the kids, but I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, hey, I'm going to play this race that tortures people to get what they want in the universe. And is that any better than, you know, just quote unquote, just going to war with them or whatever? I mean, who knows? Some of those cards are dark and torturous and gory and bloody, so there's a there's a hesitation on my part with that. So anyway, I know there are a lot of games out there, and so I want to talk about that. Maybe not just the quote-unquote dirty versions of things, but games where there's something um, that's a core part of it that strikes you as, I can't play that, or that theme really puts me off and so I can't do that, and want nothing to do with it. Let's talk about that. Happy Friday.
0: This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games FM gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our table.
2: Alright guys, Jeremiah back here. Actually, this isn't totally a true first impression take. I like to call this a rulebook impression take. Uh, Like I said in my What Will You Play segment... I've got a copy of the latest from AEG, the new uh, space-based game, which is actually from the designer of Mystic Veil, Custom Heroes, and the new Edge of Darkness, John D. Clare. And uh, really looking forward to this one. I read through the rulebook last night after getting it and kind of looked at all the cards and everything, and it looks really, really cool. It's got... um, Everybody has a player board. You can play up to five players, and each player board has a sector, one through 12. It's your space base. Everybody starts with 12 cards. You already have cards on all of these spots, right? So on your turn, you roll the dice, and you choose. You can either use the dice individually and place them on your board for and get rewards for those, or... You can decide that you want to combine them to get the higher numbers so there's a little bit of a heavier decision there it's not just like uh, valeria card kingdoms where you get all three you get both and this one's an either or situation now the cool thing is is each card has two different values on it it has a your turn value and a what they call a passive player value when it's not your turn but you only get those cards Once you buy a card out of the fleet that's available on the table, which is uh, a cool way that they do that. It's almost like a a deck builder, like think Star Realms, where cards come out and there's only six available from the three different levels. So as you buy them, then random cards keep continuing to come out and fill in. But uh, once you buy a card, you put it on your... Sector where it belongs due to its number and then any card that's on there the card that you previously had on there Flips upside down and tucks under the board revealing just the passive player, which is usually like a red color uh, Reward that you get <clears throat> So once you do that Then you can start getting those rewards on other player turns if you again choose either or, you use those dice individually or combined. So it actually becomes very feasible and very common that you will get to, uh, you'll actually get more rewards on other players' turns than just your own. So you do that, first player that scores 40 points wins the game. There's some cool things with how you spend your money when you buy cards and how it resets. Um, after you 've spent your money after as you end your turn, some really cool like different little me- mechanical things like that nothing that 's super overwhelming it doesn 't seem everything seems pretty streamlined and will, will move really well. Looking forward to playing this one a lot. Once I do, I'll come back and give you more impressions, but um, I'm very excited about it. So you can check it out. Just uh, search for AEG, look for uh, Space Base by John Clare, and you'll be able to find out more about it. But stay tuned to Board Games FM because we'll have more about it very, very soon as well. All right, I'm Jeremiah Isley. Stay tuned. We've got more coming at you here on Board Games FM.